0: For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Faithful, some two thousand years ago, the Son of God made man stood exhausted, bruised, beaten, stripped of his garments, wearing only the red cloak of a Roman legionary. A reed was wedged between his bound hands, and he wore a crown of thorns upon his head. He stood before a large crowd of rowdy Jews gathered in Jerusalem from across the Roman Empire to celebrate the Paschal feast. Just a few days before, they had mustered to him in triumph, proclaiming him as their king. Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Pontius Pilate presents the God-man to them. Behold your king. Now spurred on by their priests, They revile him and insist that he be crucified, crying out, We have no king but Caesar. Dear friends, it seems today, as then, that a great majority of men from all walks of life are rejecting their true king. When Christum Rolus, the wicked crowd cries out, We do not want Christ to reign. By their thoughts, words, and actions, both in public and behind closed doors, they say, We do not want Christ to reign. The glorification of sin, the destruction of the family, the normalization of perversity, gender ideology, and the dictatorship of relativism, denounced by Pope Benedict XVI of happy memory, all impede the spread of the reign of Christ. What is worse, these evils are not only disseminated by civil governments and secularist think tanks, but by men at the upper echelons of the kingdom of God on earth holy church as the chosen people failed to recognize him at his first coming disguised as he was having come in the likeness of sinful flesh so today he is not recognized for he comes now disguised in the little white post yet christ has dominion over all creatures a dominion not seized by violence nor usurped but up- by his essence and by his nature. Christ is our King, for he is God. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, for in him were all things created in heaven and on earth, things visible and invisible. As man, he is King, for the Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hands. All power has been given to him both in heaven and on earth. We have no choice in the matter. We are his. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son. Many prefer not to embrace this truth. Rather than submitting to his most gentle rule, they prefer to deny the very existence of this truth. They do not recognize anything as definitive, and their ultimate goal consists solely in satisfying their own desires and their own egos. They have dethroned Christ, and like the Israelites wandering in the deserts, have set up an idol. Their golden calf is humanity, and they work for nothing other than their self-centered interests. In their obsession with the here and now, as they build a purely terrestrial kingdom. Remember that our Lord says that His kingdom is not of this earth. They do not recognize the hour of their visitation and the grave and eternal consequences that accompany their sins and obsession with legitimizing these sins at all costs. But let us, who would gladly serve under the banner of Christ the King, be not dismayed or disheartened, let us renew our confidence in the providence of God. Whoever bringing good out of evil has from time to time suffered the faith and the piety of men to grow weak and allow Catholic truth to be attacked by false doctrines, but always with the result that the truth has afterwards shone out with greater splendor and that men's faith aroused from its lethargy has shown itself more vigorous than ever before. As the great Pius XI said, In establishing this feast. Would that they who forget what they have cost their Savior might recall the words, You are not redeemed with corruptible things, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb unspotted and undefiled. We are no longer our own property, for Christ has purchased us with a great price. Our very bodies have now become the members of Christ. It is he who is head of the body of the Church. Those who are not with him are against him. The Gospels present his kingdom as one which men prepare to enter by penance and cannot actually enter except by faith and through baptism. This kingdom is opposed to none other than that of Satan and the powers of darkness. It demands of its subjects a spirit of detachment from riches and the things of this earth and a spirit of gentleness and humility. They must hunger and thirst after justice, and more than this must deny themselves and carry the cross. Let us then take up the cross, the sweet and easy yoke of his rule. May his truth reign in our intelligence and his divine law over our free wills. May he triumph over our hearts and reign therein. Submitted to his most gentle rule, may we order our lives as to be worthy and obedient subjects of our divine King. May we lead others to know him and to love him, which we can only do if we permit him to reign in our own hearts by bringing our lives into conformity with his commands. So that all might be members, indeed and in truth, of that everlasting and universal kingdom, the kingdom of truth and life, the kingdom of holiness and grace, the kingdom of justice, love, and peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.